Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Tell you what, no more important thing you can be doing right now than to find out what are sources of doctors you can trust. Yep. What can you find to prepare for food, water, mm-hmm. things you would ever need in an emergency? Uh, what can you do to take personal responsibility for your faith, direct mm-hmm. access, contact? You know, I, I like guys that know about God, but I need to be connected to God. Yes. I need to personally take responsibility. Read your own Bible. And then pillar number four. Your finances. Yes. And that's why we got a guy with not one, but two PhDs, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Welcome. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thank you. Dr. Doctor, give me the news. You know, um, normally when we come on, you, you're kind of leading in with some data, but I have some questions for you as we start this today. You know, a couple of weeks back, we were talking about uh, different nations going away from purchasing their commodities, specifically energy in the U.S. dollar. That's kind of been the thing that's propped us up for a long time. Um, I heard a world leader say over the weekend, I think it was it was like from like the, the Czech, Poland, somewhere in there, he talked about the U.S. The U.S. sawed off the branch that they were standing on, mm. and they're on the wrong side, almost like a cartoon. They're standing on a branch. They sawed off the branch that they're standing on. That branch has been... Our, you know, the petrodollar, we sort of replaced gold-backed currency with being the petrodollar to keep us strong. And then we started seeing little nations, like I say, little nations, no offense to countries like Kenya, um, but uh, n- leaders of nations like that going away from it, but out in the open, we saw uh, uh, the president of France recently yeah. go to China and he said, hey, you know, that's the future, uh, the U.S. dollar. We need to be thinking about not using that. So even nations that we've rebuilt and we've you know, had partnership with these like, G7 nations and so forth. But the Kenyan president a couple of weeks ago, I think we played the clip. He talked about, hey, we're a couple of weeks away from uh, major changes if you're holding on to the U.S. dollar. I'm going to play a clip he had from over the weekend and get your response to it. I saw this and then. When I saw it, I started searching it and looking for it online. PolitiFact, a fact-checking service, fact-check his claim. I'd like to talk to you about that just briefly after his clip. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but the audience needs to, to look at this because this is out in the open. It's not whispering in secret. It's mm-hmm. it's it's actually laughing and mocking Arrogant. about the direction that they're going mm-hmm. as opposed to the U.S. dollar. So let's play this. All those Kenyans, business people, investors who have been holding U.S. dollars for speculation purposes, Please, offload your dollars to the market today and tomorrow. <laughs> it's very honest advice from a truthful man. But uh, with what has happened, freeing 500 million US dollars to purchase fuel every month, the demand for the dollar will come down and the shilling will gain. And we don't want Kenyans to lose money. So those who have been holding dollars everywhere, hoping that it will continue going up, it will go down, starting today, tomorrow, the day after. So you have a few dollars that you are still holding, please let them go to the market 
and he'll come to thank me for it after a week or two. <laughs> Man, okay, okay the, I want to clarify what he said. getting some chuckles in there. Yeah, so he said uh, the demand for the dollar will come down, and then he said if you get rid of them, you'll thank me for it in a week or two. And I, I just want to establish kind of what they're what they're putting here, and then we're going to be in receive mode from somebody with two PhDs to uh, – <laughs> the both of us put together don't have one. Um, but we're trying to make sense of this world the same as the listeners and everybody else. We're kind of in this together because if you're just like trusting, hey, this is what the state-funded fact-checkers say, the fact-checkers said on this particular claim that it's false, that they're not devaluing the dollar, getting away from it all. They give it a false rating. And here, here's why. What they're doing in Kenya, and I watched this probably eight times, this clip over and over, is they're, they're going to begin purchasing energy with their own shilling, mm-hmm. their own with their own currency, not U.S. dollars, and that's happening all over the world. We saw it with you know countries like France. We know just got back from China and said, "Hey, we're moving away from the dollar." All the the BRICS nations, we've seen it with all of them moving away from it, but but nobody quite as open as what they're doing there in Kenya, which that's a country depending a lot on world aid, U.S. aid, a lot of relationships there. You think they'd want to historically would keep these bridges intact. But they don't see a future with the U.S. dollar. Their future is in something else. And and so what they're doing is they're going to begin purchasing oil, gas, and other commodities with their own currency, not with the dollar. And PolitiFact's fact check is is like, well, they're doing this, which will make more dollars available to circulate in their economy. And it's like, well, why would more dollars be available to be circulating in their economy? It's because they're not as in demand. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why they're available. Anything that's just freely available, you can get. If you can buy tickets to your local pro sports team, it's because they're not they're very not good. good. It's because people aren't buying. That's why there's a lot of tickets flooding the market at less than than value. Sometimes you can go to Royals games here in Kansas City for like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, in a summer afternoon game, it's like why? Because the place is empty, mm-hmm. and, and and it's the same thing. The tickets are available because nobody wants them. The dollars available because people are not wanting them. And he's beginning this week to purchase oil and resources for their nation in their own currency. And arrogance. I mean, did you see him laugh? What's your thought on that, Dr. Kirk? Well, same same thought that I have when I hear about France and Macron saying mm-hmm. that they're going to actually do bilateral trade with, with China and get rid of the U.S. dollar. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing that I see when Japan thumbs its nose at the G7 nations. What are they saying? They're saying we want a winning team. Simply what they're saying. They're seeing and feeling and hearing this giant sucking sound of like a vacuum of power leaving the West, leaving New York and London and going to Shanghai. Right. So so these countries are just saying we we actually want to join a winning team. And I hate to say that about America. But we've got bad foreign policy. We've got bad diplomacy. We've got an inept government right now that is actually allowing all of this to happen. And our exact policies are creating all of this to happen. Right. So so when when you see that, it's like I don't care what what, you know, Politicek or whatever the name of the website is saying that, oh, yeah, they're keeping dollars and that's going to give the dollar more circulation power. No, it's not. They're getting rid of the U.S. dollar as the petrodollar which is going to – they're just adding to all these other countries like mm-hmm. Iran, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, Brazil, probably Mexico because Mexico is applying for status to the BRICS nations, right? And, and it seems to me when you look at all this, okay, one of the 
initiation moments of a BRICS nation member is, okay, you're getting rid of the petrodollar because that's kind of what they're doing. This is economic warfare at its finest that China and Russia are playing mm-hmm. out. So, so Kenya, they're, they're just wanting to survive, right? It's not like yeah. they're a powerful mm-hmm. nation. They're just wanting to survive and join part of a winning team. And, and if they get rid of U.S. dollars like all these other countries are doing, they can trade in their own shilling. And that will, that will like the U.S. dollar being the petrodollar, that's what allowed us to amass trillions, tens of trillions of dollars worth of debt because we had built-in demand for our currency. Well, they're just saying, we're, we, we want some demand for our currency, right? We're just going to trade in the shilling. So so what for this stupid petrodollar thing that's been going on for since the 1970s or the world's reserve currency status that the U.S. has, the U.S. dollar has actually maintained since after World War II, right, in the Bretton Woods Agreement. Mm-hmm. See, this is where... There was this article that I saw over the weekend that the king is dead, right? And it's talking mm-hmm. not talking about the king of kings. He's not dead. Right, right exactly. <laughs> he is not. There's none of this nope. surprises him. But what they're talking about in this article is the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency, as the king of currencies, right? So, so dollar hegemony or dominance, basically, that, mm-hmm. that we as a primary reserve currency has been in place since World War II, at the end of World War II. And basically what the reserve currency status means is all international settlements are traded in the U.S. dollar, right? So so why is our time as king dying, right? Well, the the global dominance of the U.S. dollar has given the United States enormous economic and political power over the decades, right, for basically the last 80 years. But but every single reserve currency since the beginning of time has a lifespan, right? So the range is like 40-something years to 105 years. That's the longest that a reserve currency has ever mm-hmm. lasted. Why? Because when you're the reserve currency, you have to print more dollars or more of your currency than what you need to actually fund domestic demand. Because all international settlements are traded in that currency. Well, people just forget. They forget over time. It's like, oh, yeah, this has been the agreement since 1940s and, and you know, on steroids since the 1970s when they instituted the petrodollar. They kind of forget that we have to print more money. And if I were a U.S. policymaker, I'd say, wait a second. Don't get mad at us. We have to print more money to fund all the international trade that's being conducted in U.S. dollars. Mm. And so, so, but, but this is just human nature to say, well, you've squandered your time in the sun. Look, you're flooding the global markets with U.S. dollars. You're deteriorating its value. And so, therefore, we just want a new reserve currency. This is, this ranges from 40 to 105 years. We're 80 something years into this because the Bretton Woods Agreement was in the 1940s, right? So it's like, all right, we just happen to be the generation that's alive when this happens. But, but let's look at some details here, right? So we have declining global trade dominance. So in 2022, these numbers are all from 2022, China-Russia bilateral trade, not in U.S. dollars, but in their own currencies, increased 34%. China-Brazil wow. bilateral trade hit a record of $150 billion. China-India bilateral trade hit $135 billion. And the yuan, the Chinese currency, is now the fifth most traded currency in the world after the dollar, the euro, the yen, and the British pound. 
So China's rising up, right? It's like it's Phoenix rising from the ashes. And why? Because they want to be the world's reserve currency. Now, add to that, there's also reduced confidence in the U.S. economy. This is coming since the 2008 financial crisis, right? What did they do? They allowed cheap money, low interest rates, print like there's no tomorrow to try to stimulate the economy. Well, this has caused inflation, and now they're having to raise rates to slow down that inflation. So this growing debt ceiling concern that we always have every single year because we're printing all this money to fund every stimulus under the sun, that's an issue facing the global economy. Now you've got U.S. sanctions and geopolitical tensions, right? It's like these silly sanctions that Biden keeps putting on other countries, like capping Russian oil at $60 a barrel, you know, not not allowing certain things to be traded from country to country. So that's con- continued to contribute to the decline of, of U.S. power. Why? Because it keeps ticking other countries off. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so now every country that the U.S. disagrees with politically, they're putting economic sanctions on them. Right. So Iran and Russia. So but that used to that used to really work when we had a lot of authority and power, right? It you know, did. it was something that was really desirable. But it's like you know, we we don't have that same thing to offer now, and so you're you're threatening with something that doesn't really matter. Correct, because there's an alternative, right? Now there's the BRICS nations. So what worked in the past doesn't work in the present or the future if things change. Well, big right. things changed, right? And so. So what that does is it causes these other countries that are getting sanctions put on them to just find another alternative, right? So sure. so now you've got the rise of digital currencies as well, like Bitcoin, and now central bank digital currency that's actually making the U.S. dollar's dominance, their days are simply numbered. So this is what this article is talking about. Wow. The, the king is dead. And this is what the president of Kenya is talking about. Well, even mm-hmm. small countries are saying, yeah, the king is dead. Let's just trade in our own currency, right? So so we've got problems. This is going to mean we have to have discretion in our printing because we're no different than any country in the world now. When we lose that built-in demand for our currency, we're truly no different than Venezuela, Argentina, Cyprus, mm-hmm. Greece, Zimbabwe, right? When their currency is going to a hyperinflation, it's simply because they have to print more of it because nobody wants it anymore. We are now no different than them. So if we don't slow down our printing presses, we will go through into a hyperinflationary spiral, which is exactly what the BRICS countries want, because they want to replace us as the world's reserve currency. Man, so we can't control our government and their spending. So what can we do as individuals to protect ourselves? Great question and easy answer. Mm -hmm. You allocate the tangible assets because they go up with inflation. See, mm-hmm. what, what the BRICS nations are doing is causing us to inflate our currency because we just have to print, print, print to fund everything under the sun. The debt ceiling crisis is going to hit us again real soon, right, which means we're going to have to print trillions of dollars more, right? And so so what goes up with inflation? Things. This is why every single week I shout from the rooftops to anybody that will listen, allocate into tangible assets like silver. And you know what? What we're seeing right now is the fruit on that tree because, yeah, maybe Fox News and and CNN and some of these outlets are now just starting to talk about it. But we've been talking about it for over a year. Yep. And you know what? We were right. And silver over the last two and a half weeks is up over 20%. Look at that chart. Wow. It's wild. 
right? This is, this is wild growth. And it's because the fundamentals that cause the growth are there. So if we just take advantage of that, rather than the trend taking advantage of us, we can be yeah. in the right place at the right time and grow. Minimize your risk, maximize your return. That's why I talk about it every single week. And I can, I will continue to do so until there's no more people to talk to. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I tell people to only solution. Huge. Yeah, you guys make that transition so easy. And I like to always talk to Flyover family because sometimes people are like, well, I don't have a million dollars to do something like this with. And, and that truly, it is that is, that's a broke, like, uh, or at least broken mindset to keep you in poverty, that idea alone, because you can get silver for $25, you know, for an ounce. And maybe it's not worth the shipping, you know, to, cause you pay, pay that to get one. So you want to get it, get a few. But if you set a few dollars aside every single week, you know, and say, Hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drink soda. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to like, what I'll can you sell co- something like, like this is a time talk to your grandparents, talk to somebody that went through the great depression. These people that reuse their aluminum foil and rinse mm-hmm. out their, their Ziplocs, like that kind of a, of a mindset to be able to get you out of this stuff and into something that is real. Cause you pull this out, then go back into something with the future. Two warnings there. When you go to buy silver, don't buy something that is got a great story. It was shipwrecked. It's got some, you know, you're paying $80 an ounce for something that is not something you could sell for $80 an ounce. You got to wait years for, you know, whatever to it to appreciate that point. Get it in bullion. You can get one ounce. You can get, you got another here, 10 ounce. You can get a hundred ounce. You can get whatever you want, but physically hold it. And it's worth that amount. And Dr. Kirk's office, one reason why we've been great friends with him for 25 years, and we've only purchased silver from him is because when we go to sell it, you don't pay a commission. Mm-hmm. All of that money, the gains are all yours to to get back into whatever game you want to do. It may be stocks. It might be, it might be gold. It might be gold. It might be who knows what are, the IMF came out with their own digital coin. Mm-hmm. You know, this past week, the International Monetary Fund. So the world is shifting. You don't know what is going to be going on, but you know, thousands of years ago, this was worth something, and thousands of years from now, it still will be. That's exactly right. So you can go to Flyover Gold. Dot com. When you do, it's a landing page. There's great information there. There's some videos that you can watch. When you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place to fill out your information. What that does is it then gets that information to Dr. Kirk's team. They'll get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. I said free. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever to find out what are your options, what can they do to help you. You can also call 720 605 Three nine zero zero again seven two zero six zero five three nine zero zero. Don't wait. This is a great time. It actually it was at twenty five dollars and it went down to twenty four right something right now. This is a great time. Buy now. This is a great time to be able to possess it. But don't wait any longer. At least get your name in the queue. So, Doctor Kirk, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night, thinking what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. You wow. Buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief. But the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know 
a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.